Life Audio. Welcome to the Team Us podcast. Where you like that? <laughs> no, <laughs> try it again. <laughs> but I like Monster Truck speaker things. Okay, okay. Well, let's try. Let's try a different approach. Okay. Welcome to the Team Us podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. See, I think that was more appropriate. Yes. And if you don't already know, we are Ted and Ashley Slater. And if you listened to the last episode, you know that today we're talking about date night. Date night. Yay. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We're going to talk about why it matters, what it looks like in different seasons, and creative ways to overcome challenges. Okay, so Ted, I think it would be fun to revisit some of our favorite date nights. And since we've had a lot of dates in the last a lot of dates. almost 20 years, Sheesh. I thought I'd ask you your favorites in different categories. Mm-hmm. But since I know you don't like rapid fire questions, mm-hmm. we'll keep it unrushed. And then after you share, I'll share mine too. It'll be fun to see if we have any of the same. And we should clarify by date night, we're not talking about the Middle Eastern fruit, like uh, an event, you know, encompassing or dealing Right. Not wouldn't that it, kind of date. Wouldn't it have been funny though if we went on a date and it eight dates? We've never done that. Not yet. No. I think I have a plan. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll have to put that on our list. Okay. Yes. Favorite dinner date. Oh, uh, my lands. My favorite dinner date was a few years ago, Christmas time, Colorado Springs, and went to the Madrigal dinner at the what, Glen Erie Glen Castle. Erie Castle. Oh my yes. lands. And the snow, it was just a little bit of snow coming down. And the like a seven course meal and the singing and it was amazing. Yes, it's funny because you said I, the same thing. Well, I put that for a different category, mm. which we will get to. Right. But I think it fits both categories. Yes. I put the Shakespeare Tavern. Ah, and I put that for a different category. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wait. It's all supposed to be a surprise. We're not supposed to I don't know. We'll find out that which, we've looked over which we ones. About this um well, you know, we yeah. Dead air is not a good thing. So we had to prep a just bit. a little bit for this. Yeah. I'm thinking that we went a couple of times to the Shakespeare Tavern in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking the one where it was one of the political dramas. So there oh. was so much fake blood. They were mopping it up. They had to go twice during intermission mopping up twice. Yeah. It was yeah. when what's his name got stabbed by his buddies. Was it Caesar? Was it Julius Caesar? Was that the one we et saw? To Caesar at to Brute. I think so. I think you're right. Okay. Next category. Favorite outdoor date. Um, it's fairly recent. Okay. And you said, Hey, Ted, let's go for a ride. And it was night. And so I bought a convertible. It's a 2007 Toyota Solera convertible that required a lot of work to get it 
to work. TLC. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we hopped in the convertible. It was it was early evening, becoming darker, and uh, we just drove and listened to reggaeton, and took a weird turn off the main road and ended up a it little was scary. Like we were lost, and like a dirt path on a, the edge of a ravine, like uh, water. Empty water retention thing. ditch or ditch. I don't know. There's kept, a name for it. It kept getting more and more narrow uh-huh. too. Yeah. And we could not turn back. It, that was my favorite outdoor. Okay. Day. So see, I put that one, but for a different category. Shut up. Okay. So we're okay. Wow. Okay. Favorite special occasion. Wait, wait, wait. What was your favorite outdoor date? Did you oh, say no, I well, didn't. I want, I'm interested. Okay. I'm well, interested in I you. was, I don't know if this counts. I was going to say Disney World. Do you remember when we went like, Years ago, my grandpa had died and he gave mm-hmm. he left us some money mm-hmm. and you and I, we had two kids then and my parents watched the kids mm-hmm. and we went to Disney World and we stayed at one of the hotels and at night we'd go sit out by the pool and just hang out and it was mm-hmm. perfect weather. So I don't know if that counts, but sure. I mean, that's outdoor. We've had some good, good memories. There. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Favorite special occasion date. And this is the one I put the magical dinner because... One of the years we went like twice, right? One of the years uh-huh. that we went was on we our anniversary overnight. and we stayed overnight. <laughs> so originally uh-huh. I did think, ooh, favorite dinner. Wow. I had that, that one for crazy. it. And then changed we slept it. In a castle. I know. It was pretty fun. You were my princess. Yes. Or queen or something. Eh, one of those, you know, royalty. And my servant. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not my servant. Oh, that's just getting weird. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my special occasion date. Yes. Was our wedding. We set a date. And we got married. That's a good one. Yeah. That's thinking outside the box it's there. Outside the box. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a very mm-hmm. good special occasion date. <laughs> we danced. We ate cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Favorite impromptu or unplanned date? I confess, I don't have anything for this. Well, but I put the convertible. The yeah. The outdoor convertible it was very thing. Very spontaneous. And a little scary. It was. So next time we'll probably choose our. Beaten past a little more carefully. Again, let's (laughs) let's just pick better beaten. (laughs) Okay. The road less traveled. Don't forget that's important. I know, but sometimes the road less traveled has potholes and yeah, scary scary cliffs and here we are. Yes, we endured, made it through together. This this is true. Team us. Okay. Favorite concert or event date? Okay, it was in Missouri. And oh, actually, I've got a couple of them. Okay. Uh, when we saw Stephen Curtis Chapman, Andrew Peterson. That's what I put we were, like, too. Right there. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, we're in the second row and they were like right in front of us, just being real and sincere. It's amazing. But then the other one was when we saw Delirious and I was working at Focus on the Family at the time. Uh-huh. And we got to go in before anybody else. So we got like right up in the front. And it was like their next to last concert ever. I think so. Yeah. Like their last concert in the States or something like that. Yeah. That was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was amazing. I put the Andrew Peterson, Stephen Chris Chapman one because it was, it was a small venue mm-hmm. and it was more of, was it like a theme was like their storytelling tour or something. Mm-hmm. So That's it was right. very like kind of unplugged and acoustic and yeah, that was a good one. It was, it was wow. Yeah. I, yeah. We okay. need to go on more. Concert dates. I know. I know. Favorite inexpensive date. Anything that includes tacos. (laughs) Yeah, tacos are normally inexpensive and we can find them all over the place. Remember when we got tacos from, uh, where was it? Jack in the Box? (laughs) 
<laughs> you got tacos from Jack, Jack in the Box. The box tacos. And then we never got tacos there again. There's something alluring about them. Yeah. They're just sort of crunchy and greasy. And... Our apologies to anyone who loves Jack in the Box tacos. It's... I get it. I get it. You get it? I okay. Get it. Okay. Well, I said, okay, this was actually before we were married. Mm-hmm. But I think you picked me up from work mm-hmm. and we went and flew kites in the park. Oh, uh, yeah. I used to be so romantic. You still can be. It's just that the busyness of life uh-huh. interferes. We got a lot of open fields here. We get wind here sometimes. Yeah, we get a lot of wind. So we may have to do that again. Although that the again. kids will want to do that one. At last episode, we talked about revisiting Thanks. stuff you did when yeah. you were newly dates. Yeah, so we may have to do that. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll figure that out. Favorite? Did you tell your favorite and inexpensive date? Yes, tacos. Tacos, right. Okay. Favorite travel date? And this could be like a trip. This, or is, a... this is where I said the Shakespeare Tavern back in Atlanta. Because uh... it took like 45 minutes to an hour to get from our little town, our little house in, outside of Marietta down to uh, downtown Atlanta. And you traveled back to the Elizabethan era oh, in the show. Right, see. <laughs> or, you know, uh, Renaissance traveled. Fair. Uh, Time traveled. Yeah. Well, I said San Francisco. I liked when we went to San Francisco oh, and we walked, we walked everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Quake Tower and mm-hmm. the Golden Gate Bridge and then food and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked that one. Okay. Favorite home date? Um, You know, this is so boring. But sometimes I like to like watch a movie and eat crab cakes or ribs or chicken wings. I don't know. It's like a, a dinner and a movie at home. Well, yeah, I put eating crab cakes and crab watching cakes. an old movie. We have not had crab cakes in a while. That's because Costco has not had them. Yeah. Have they? Or maybe they haven't been on sale. They haven't been I don't on know. sale. We'll have to get Once some crab cakes. Once they knock cakes. $3 off a box of crab cakes, we'll get some crab cakes right. from Costco. Maybe we'll buy a couple boxes and then mm-hmm. we've got a couple at home date nights. Okay. So obviously there's a lot we could talk about when it yeah. comes to date night. And I um, hope these uh, spark ideas for our listeners. Right. right? Of fun, creative things you can do. And they reminded us of some of the things we could do, like fly a kite. Right. Now I want to sing. Yeah, right. Let's Mary Poppins, right? (laughs) So we're obviously not going to be able to cover everything about date nights in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a good place to start before we get into like the whens and hows of date nights is to answer the questions, does date night matter in marriage? And if so, why? Because I was actually talking to a friend of ours recently. Mm-hmm. We've actually gone on a couple date, double dates with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me that her daughter asked, why are you going on a date? You're already married. You know? Right. And I think it's uh-huh. easy for us as married couples to ask the same thing sometimes. You know, why should we put the time, energy, and money into date night when we're already married? What's the point? But, um, Ted, when we went on date night to, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned it in the last episode, we got tacos just mm-hmm. last week, and we mm-hmm. were t- actually brainstorming for this episode, right. you pointed out that maybe it's helpful to cons- go back and consider, you know, what is a date? What's its purpose? Like before we got married, right. why did we well, date? In practical terms, a date consists of setting a date and a time. And it could be like tonight or now, or it could be, hey, Thursday, let's let's go out for uh, tacos or something. Right. So I, I think it's just setting a date and a time and doing it. Yeah. Well, and the purpose of doing that is Mm -hmm. to build and strengthen connection. Getting to know you. Exactly. We're just on a musical kick today. (laughs) You know, it gives us an opportunity to step away from all of, you know, the responsibilities and demands and distractions of life and just to, you know, direct our attention and focus on each other. Mm -hmm. 
and actually came across an article on psychologytoday.com because I was searching, you know, why okay. does date night matter? Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved the title. And the title was Date Night, a Lux- Not a Luxury, a Necessity. Hmm. And I really liked that title because I think as couples, we need to start telling ourselves that, that date night is a necessity because we need it to keep our connection strong and to continue growing together. And as we mentioned in the last episode, that's one way you can reconnect right. when you feel disconnected is go on a date. Fun. I mean, among other things, I'm not spending $100 for a dinner. Cause, right. Because there aren't four kids accompanying us. Yeah. <laughs> true. Sometimes we like to go try restaurants, just the two uh-huh. of us, so we can decide if it's worth taking our kids to it. Yeah. And I think that there's sometimes, and I know we've had seasons where that are busier than mm-hmm. others, and we can think we're too busy for date night. But I really think that if we start telling ourselves we're too busy for date night, then we're just too busy, period. Oof. And we really need to Gosh. cut something out. I mean, if we sit back, and this is not directed at you because mm-hmm. I know you like your phone. What? But no, I don't. It's for business. You oh, know, I think that if games. we, all of us as people, yeah. or most of us, sit back and think, ooh, how much time do I spend on my smartphone? Mm-hmm. We all, I mean, I play games, you play games, I'm on social media. If we realize how much time we spend doing that, we'll realize, oh, I do have more time than I think I do. Yeah. And I am not anti smartphone. I'll just right. say that I'm not. Sometimes I, uh, when I'm on my phone, I I think of like, you know, that scene with Gollum where he's like caressing the ring uh-huh. saying, my precious. Yeah. Or maybe it was uh, a Frodo that was like rubbing the ring like that. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of what I'm doing with my precious iPhone, <laughs> which is yucky. Yeah. But, you know, I think that thinking about that helps put t- how much time we have in perspective if as couples were struggling to have a date night. And I also think that sometimes making time for date night means adjusting our expectations of how often we have date night or what date night looks like. What do you mean? Well, like ideally, I think we should have date night once a week. Sure. Sometimes there are seasons when we can't do that. So let's have it twice a month. You know, let's not beat ourselves up because we didn't do it every day, every week, that month, mm-hmm. month, let's celebrate that we did it twice a month. Sure. So I think sometimes we have to adjust that and date nights don't have to be like several hours and involve multiple activities. Like right. if we only have time to grab nachos and a barbecue sampler at happy hour for 45 minutes, uh-huh. which is something we actually do, well, yeah. especially on busy weeks. Man, we could save five, six bucks by going to happy hour at four in the afternoon. <laughs> Well, I mean, if that's all you have time for, do it, you know, just make dedicated time for each other. Okay. So Mm. if date night matters, which we have established, it does because it builds connection and it strengthens the relationship and it's fun and it tasty and it's tasty. Did I say it tasty? I think you did. It tasty. (laughs) (laughs) So how can we make it realistic in different seasons of marriage? For example, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, say like 13 years ago when we had like a five-year-old, a four-year-old and a newborn and no family living nearby. Date night wasn't as easy to make happen as it is now that we have teenagers and we're like, bye, we'll be back in a couple hours. Absolutely. Or we'll be back in 45 minutes after we go to happy hour. Um, Happy hour. Like when we had young kids, it was harder. It was hard to get out of the house. Exactly. Once in a while, we were able to find a babysitter, but oftentimes it was hard. Right. So instead, we had a lot of date nights at home. Right. Like I remember how we Mm -hmm. would get 
Indian takeout. Oh, yeah. And I think we would binge things like the show 24. 24. Um, I don't know if you had Jack Bauer, if you guys remember uh-huh. that. Oh, my you know? We would watch that till what, two or three in the morning? We did so not make wise decisions. <laughs> yeah. But our entire date took place downstairs in our living room right. while our kids were sleeping upstairs. Mm-hmm. And even though we didn't leave the house, it still served that purpose of connection and relationship building and just focusing our attention on each other. And I guess Jack Bauer too, but we're not, we're don't tend to be passive watchers. I mean, I think if you struggle as a couple Uh, with being passive watchers of things on and it's just running there. And yeah, but for us, it's oftentimes it sparks conversation or, you know, we deconstruct some aspect of the show. Yeah. um, Explore the, narrative arcs and the character development and or appreciate the cinematography. I mean, I don't know how right. many times we right. sometimes have to pause things because right. we're talking about it. So we don't uh. miss the show. So for us, that kind of thing builds connection. But I guess if watching TV or watching movies as does not do that for you, right. If it dulls um, your relationship or distracts you, right. From then pull out something. some cards or pull out a board game or play, Scra- you know, play Scrabble or puzzle. we've been doing that lately. I, right. It's kind of meaningless, but kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. So I think adapt, you know, you can have date nights at home and mm-hmm. adapt to what facilitates connection. And I think, again, a big back then was before smartphones were dating ourselves. This mm-hmm. was like back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have our phones to distract us right. when we were having at home date nights. But I think in at, at home date nights, I think you can shelf your phone unless you're on hey. call for something. What'd you say? We're from in the middle of a very compelling game. Yeah, I'm not talking directly to you. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you tell we uh, have ongoing discussions about phone use at our too house? Much, too much. But sometimes I'm the one on my phone. So right. I'm just saying, and sometimes you're talking to me and I have to make the choice to set my phone down and focus on you. And sometimes I'm not as quick to do it as I should. But so if you have a date night at home, I think it's a great idea to put your phones in the other room. If you're out yes, and you dear. have, well, I've heard, <laughs> and I've heard people say, oh, when you go on date night, leave your phones at home. That's just not practical. If you You're have leaving kids, the car, leave, leave it on vibrate or something. I would leave it on vibrate. Yeah. Because if you have kids, right. whether you have teenagers, you're leaving at home something. or you have a babysitter, they need to be able to get right. in contact with you. So right. I don't think that is a practical, practical suggestion for every season. Right. Of life. Yep. So I think another consideration mm-hmm. when it comes to date night being realistic is finances. It because, can cost a lot. Well, and everything's expensive right now. Oh, my lands. A, 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 a quarter pound of cheese? Yeah. $7 just for the sandwich. I mean, I had one like a month ago and it was so good. But it was 7 Yeah. Bucks. Well, Chick-fil-A's. In and out is still fairly affordable. Fairly affordable. So. And Costco, of course. And Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but yes. date night doesn't have to be expensive. It does not. You know, we found that there's a lot of free or inexpensive ways to go on a, ga- a date. For example, go to Costco and eat the free samples. <laughs> of course, if you're like us, you'll also buy a bunch of stuff uh-huh. and it won't end up being so cheap. But um, it's something we're doing together that, yeah, like if you, if you go to a fancy restaurant, it might be 60 bucks. Yeah. But you don't need it. That doesn't need to be what a date looks like. Right. Spend time together and. Well, you could pack a picnic and take it to, like, if there's a lake, local lake, Mm -hmm. go eat the picnic next to the lake. That's cheap. That's cheap. I'm trying to think what else. Are we brainstorming cheap dates? Yeah. Do you have any other ideas on cheap dates? Tacos. 
tacos are cheap. <laughs> Go on Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing is look for coupons, right? There's a lot of buy one, get one, or a lot of places will have one night where things are cheaper. Right. Although those happy are usually hour. the happy hour. Those are usually the busy nights. Or though, things too. that don't include food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, date doesn't have to be food. Right. You like, know, driving, hopping in the convertible and driving around, getting lost. And that's just fun. Listening yep. to music, mm-hmm. turning it up loud. Reggaeton. <laughs> I just like saying that. <laughs> so going on a walk, like say you do a picnic and go on a walk. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap date too. And sure. you actually, okay, this is a little bit of a tangent off of mm-hmm. that. But we you, don't do tangents on this podcast. Oh, yes, we do all the time. <laughs> um, you actually read a Facebook post recently from yes. Gary Thomas yes. that, and it was about why CrossFit might be more dangerous for marriage than Facebook, but you read it. And, and that was an example. He, right. It's not literally getting exercise is, is a threat to your marriage, but he, he, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. no, you talk, you talk about, okay. I talk about what he talked about, but then okay. talk about the positive spin, what right. you had on it. Right. He wrote the post primarily as a warning that, when your like heart rate is elevated, when you're exercising, for some reason you are more easily able to make connections with people. So if you're if you're working out and some somebody starts flirting with you or touches you or assists you in some way or has a a meaningful word or conversation of affir- affirmation or something, you might be in a physical state where that builds a connection or a link that could be a threat to the connection you have with your spouse. Not saying it's always, but just be alert. Right. So, the, but, but what I thought is, you know, maybe instead of going on kind of a, a chill, passive dinner date, maybe if we go on a date where our hearts race a little bit, that'll maybe even help us connect even more. Right. Should we talk about tomorrow? What We're going tomorrow? on a date tomorrow. It's an escape oh, room. Oh, right. Yes. Which is kind of, hopefully it'll be fun and our hearts might race a little bit. Well, yeah, because we're going to be trying to like uh-huh. race against the clock and that always adds so tomorrow this sort we're doing of an escape anxiety room and stress. Date. Yeah. Uh, and I think the idea came to me after reading this article that if you can do a date where your heart is racing a little bit or or something, it it may facilitate more connection. Right. So I need to touch your back a lot or your shoulder while we're uh, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you're wanting more ideas on inexpensive dates, huh. um, my friend Darlene Schacht actually has a fun list of 15 date night ideas that won't break the bank on her website, timewarpwife.com. I'll try to include that link in the show notes, but I mentioned that because one of the ideas she had on there was to come up with a menu of something you haven't made before and cook it together. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really fun idea, not only for you know, keeping costs low, but just building connection. Cause when you cook together and then you try it, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing that a lot lately. I like chopping things. Mm-hmm. I like chopping carrots or for the mirepoix. Right. And we've made some new foods. We made some foods with, uh, what's that called? The lemongrass. Yeah. Some thai. some thai. Lemongrass and ginger and stuff. So doing it together and also doing something new together mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah. So we're not just making mac and cheese together, which right. is nothing wrong with that. Well, sometimes you need mac and cheese. Sometimes you need a little mac and cheese. Right. Okay. So we yes. also, I wanted to mention, we also love weeknight date nights. So it doesn't have to be a big weekend kind of thing. Deal. Right. Because 
And I know weeknight date nights are not realistic for mm-hmm. everyone, right? but there's a few reasons that we've really enjoyed them. And mm-hmm. I thought we would share those four reasons. Okay. Let's hear it. So one, it interrupts the weekday monotony. Thursday is boring. What the heck with Thursday? Why don't we do a date night on Thursday? Right. Because it so changes. look forward to it. Mixes up the week. It changes. It changes up because I think Monday, you know, Monday is like, okay, wake for me, it's like, wake up. Get out get, of bed. Get out of bed. Try and comb across your head. <laughs> Is that song lyrics? It is song uh-huh. lyrics. Well, I was thinking, wake up, get the kids ready for school, take the kids to school, come home, do some work, go right. pick up the kids, make dinner, do homework, you know, and then repeat like all the other weekdays. Right. But when we have, you know, <laughs> right. when we throw a weeknight date in there, mm-hmm. it adds some spontaneity, right. right? Even if it's when we're dropping off one of the girls to dance or to... Yeah. Anime club or something. Yeah. We go do something and then we come back and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that helps for you too, because you work at home and you're at your desk so much, you don't get out quite as much. Right. So it offers just this kind of change of scenery. Exercise walking from the house to the car. <laughs> from the... <laughs> oh, it's pathetic. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So weeknight dates also provide connection on our busiest days. You know, in the last episode, we talked about how to reconnect when mm-hmm. life pulls us apart. Yep. Um, and I think that at the end of a work day, sometimes it's hard to catch up because our kids want our attention too, which is good. They need of our course, attention. Absolutely. They, you know, that's a valid need. But when we schedule a date, like on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night, it gives us that much needed like catch up time in the middle of the week just mm-hmm. to reconnect. I like catch up. <laughs> Both times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Weeknight dates also keep our priorities in order. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we believe that each other, we love our kids, but each other comes first. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we go on a date, it shows the girls where our priorities are. Right. Well, and for them, you know, that dating and relationship is, is important. And it was funny because after our friend shared that their daughter asked her right. that question. What are you doing going on a date? You're already married. Right. I asked our 11 year old, I was like, so why do we go on dates? And she was like, so this you can 11 year old, 11 year old. So you can spend time together. You need that time together. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was like, she got it because mm-hmm. she's seen us do that. Right. Making it a priority. So I think you're right. It communicates your priority and it does. It teaches your kids. And I don't think they resent that. I think they, I mean, what kid doesn't want their parents to be connected and happy Enjoy hanging out together. Right. It just makes for a better home life right. and a more stable situation. Absolutely. Um, okay. And number fourth one. Fourth. Yes. Fourth and final. Fourth and final. Let's or see. fourth one I have. Okay. Okay. Places are less busy. Unless, of course, it's. Oh, because the week. It's day instead of right. the end. Got it. Yes. Of course. I mean, sense. that's not necessarily true here in the winter because once snowbirds come, we love snowbirds, but once snowbirds come, Things are right. busy, right. even during the week. At four o'clock. At half the hour. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, no, that's a great point. But I mean, we usually don't have to wait as long for a table. And sometimes it's cheaper. Right. right? Yeah. Weekend uh, meals can be more expensive. Mm-hmm. And again, we're talking about food. Right. But there are other sort of dates you can do besides food. Yeah. I think the biggest consideration yeah. is if you live someplace where there's a lot of traffic, you got to time it around rush hour or else you're going to get stuck in rush hour. But I think a lot of people don't, well, now more and more people work from home Mm -hmm. and they do have flexible schedules. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. 
When we lived in Atlanta, traffic was an issue. It was an issue. So, okay. Well, we're at the end of the episode. So to recap, consistent date nights do matter because they allow you to spend time together connecting and strengthening your relationship. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about in the last episode, marriage isn't static. It will change with time. So we have to be intentional to make sure we're growing together. Absolutely. And if date night is hard because of young kids or finances, get creative, but don't neglect spending that time together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what time it is? It is a time challenge. Yes. And you've probably guessed. Uh, what do you think it is? Figure out a date and do it. Yeah. Go on a date. <laughs> so what should we do? Well, we're going on a date tomorrow. Escape room. Yeah. Food may or may not be included. Escaping will be included. I hope so. I hope that we make it. I hope that we make out. it. Yes. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So well, the cool thing about an escape room is that we're doing it together. We're mm-hmm. collaborating and hopefully there are, there aren't too many crosswords or frustrations or I said frustrations. <laughs> yeah. I've never used yeah. that word before. I yeah. like that word. So we'll, we'll see. Wish us luck. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We hope this was encouraging and helpful to you. And we're looking forward to next time when we talk about why a boring marriage is a good marriage. Oh, yeah. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain, but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.